the fifth Sunday after Trinity, July 4th, 2021. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. O God, you have prepared for those who love you good things that surpass all understanding. Pour into our hearts such love toward you that we, loving you above all things, may obtain your promises, which exceed all that we can desire. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading for the fifth Sunday after Trinity is from the first book of the Kings, the 19th chapter. Then he said, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still, small voice. So it was, when Elijah heard it, that he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. Suddenly a voice came to him and said, What are you doing here, Elijah? And he said, I have been very zealous for the Lord God of hosts, because the children of Israel have forsaken your covenant torn down your altars, and killed your prophets with the sword. I alone am left, and they seek to take my life. Then the Lord said to him, Go, return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus, and when you arrive, anoint Hazael as king over Syria. Also, you shall anoint Jehu the son of Nimshi as king over Israel, and Elisha the son of Shaphat, of Abel-Meholah, you shall anoint as prophet in your place. It shall be that whoever escapes the sword of Hazael, Jehu will kill. And whoever escapes the sword of Jehu, Elisha will kill. Yet I have reserved seven thousand in Israel, all whose knees have not bowed to Baal, and every mouth that has not kissed him. So he departed from there, and found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with twelve yoke of oxen before him, and he was with the twelfth. Then Elijah passed by him and threw his mantle on him, and he left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, Please let me kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow you. And he said to him, Go back again, for what have I done to you? So Elisha turned back from him and took a yoke of oxen and slaughtered them and boiled their flesh using the oxen's equipment and gave it to the people, and they ate. Then he arose and followed Elijah and became his servant. This is the word of the Lord. O God, behold our shield and look upon the face of your anointed. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. 
The epistle is from the first letter of St. Peter, the third chapter. Finally, all of you be of one mind, having compassion for one another. Love as brothers, be tender-hearted, be courteous, not returning evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, blessing, knowing that you were called to this, that you may inherit a blessing. For he who would love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. And who is he who will harm you if you become followers of what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, you are blessed. And do not be afraid of their threats, nor be troubled. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the fifth chapter. So it was, as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two boats standing by the lake. But the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, Launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will catch men. So when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. This is the gospel of the Lord. We confess our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men 
and for our salvation, came down from heaven, and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary, and was made man, and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again according to the Scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spake by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Come, follow me, the Savior spake, all in my way abiding. Deny yourselves, the world forsake, obey my call and guiding. O bear the cross, whate'er betide, Take my example for your guide. I am the light, I light the way, a godly life displaying. I bid you walk as in the day, I keep your feet from straying. I am the way, and well I show how you must sojourn here below. My heart abounds in lowliness, my soul with love is glowing, and gracious words my lips express, with meekness overflowing. My heart, my mind, my strength, my all, to God I yield, on him I call. I teach you how to shun and flee what harms your soul's salvation. Your heart from every guile to free from sin and its temptation. I am the refuge of the soul and lead you to your heavenly goal. Then let us follow Christ our Lord and take the cross appointed 
and firmly clinging to his word, in suffering beyond daunted, for those who bear the battle strain, the crown of heavenly life obtain. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish, and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both the boats, so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish which they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. And Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on you will catch men. So when they had brought their boats to land, they forsook all and followed him. This is the word of the Lord. How simple and yet how incredible is the message that following the words of Jesus leads to contentment and joy. Within the church, there are always temptations to add to Jesus, to subtract from Jesus, to make excuses for Jesus, or even to separate from Jesus. Politics does this to Jesus. Who is it that Jesus would vote for? Obviously, he would vote Republican. No, maybe Democrat, or perhaps Libertarian, or Green Party. Politics is strategy, and Jesus is not strategy. He is reality. He is the thing. He is the source, the beginning and the end. He is himself. He is I am. He is. The church and her people fall into this same sin by trying to be more religious than Jesus. Sometimes this means leaving Jesus behind. Sometimes it means butchering or even censoring Jesus. Always it means not listening to Jesus. For even selective listening is a form of non-listening. The non-listeners are, as Dante writes, the swallowers of slime. Wedged in the slime, they say, we had been sullen in the sweet air that's gladdened by the sun. We bore the mist of sluggishness in us. Now we are bitter in the blackened mud. This hymn they have to gurgle in their gullets because they cannot speak it in full words. And so, between the dry shore and the swamp, we circled much of that disgusting pond, our eyes upon the swallowers of slime. Faith, even in its depth and complexity, is really a simple thing. 
It follows Jesus blindly with seeing eyes. It hears Jesus fully without reason that questions or edits. Faith responds to Jesus' words simply, yes, amen. It agrees without the troubles of the heart to instill fear or doubt. Faith is the words of Simon Peter. Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. We have been at this all night, sir, he says. But he does not disagree. He does not reject what Jesus says. Even though we have not caught a fish all night, I will go out again. I will cast my net again, because I trust in your word. He agrees in simplicity, not even beginning to understand the rationale, only that the master has spoken and that the master is trustworthy. Note that St. Peter does not call Jesus Lord, but Master. Literally, he calls him, you who stands in authority over me, you who entreats God and to whom God listens. Even as of yet, St. Peter has not been given his great confession that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Nevertheless, his lips speak forth a great truth worthy of all acceptance. Jesus is the master who stands in authority over the world to whom God listens. If he who holds the ear of God bids you re-enter the water and resume your fishing, simplicity ought to reign. And you with St. Peter ought to reply, Amen, O Lord, O Master. At your word, I do as you bid. The Lord works in, by, and through his word. At his word, his people know him. By his word, his people trust him. Through his word, his people follow him and receive him, all the while saying, Amen, at your word I do as you bid, even despite not understanding. His ways are not your ways, nor are his thoughts your thoughts. But, nevertheless, one thing you know. His way is always life, and his thoughts are always of you. With this knowledge, his plans, his reasons, his motives all matter little, because he is for you. Simplicity reigns when the master is for you. The prophet Elijah seeks the Lord that he might understand why it is he is persecuted in his zeal. The truth is that if man hates God, they will hate all who belong to God. Nevertheless, the Lord heeds his prayer and reveals himself to that great prophet. A great wind passes by that shears away the mountain. Is the Lord's power on display? Certainly. But is the Lord's power the Lord? Is power alone to be trusted?
Again, an earthquake shakes the mountain. Is the force of the Lord on display? Certainly. But is the Lord's force the Lord himself? Is force alone to be trusted? Lastly, a great fire rages. Is the majesty of God displayed in the fire? Certainly. But is the Lord's majesty the Lord himself? Is majesty alone to be trusted? Power, force, and majesty, these alone are nothing but strategy, tools to get from one place to another, from something to another. These are qualities, but they are not the thing. The thing, the essence of God as he is known to you, is not power, force, or majesty. The essence of God is known to you in the word. The voice of God, a still, small voice, a gentle, whispering voice, that is God. It is not at wind, at earthquakes, or at fires that Elijah covers his face, but at a small, quiet voice. There is more power in the whispering of the voice of God alone than in any shows of power in nature. For in the voice is the word, and by the word God is made known. In the incarnation the word is made known to you, as to the disciples, in the flesh. It is a quiet flesh, a still, small flesh, not comely of appearance. Yet therein is the fullness of God. From the simplicity of man's flesh the Lord reigns, even as man in simplicity hears and follows the words of the word. This word speaks, and he is your master, the one over all. This word teaches, and you disciples listen. This word offers himself for you, and you receive him to your life. You know not how this is. You know simply that the master has said, your sins are forgiven, come eat, come drink, put out your nets, and I will fill them. Knowing this, why seek after anything or anyone else? You may understand more about the things around you, but you will never know them like you have opportunity to know God in his word. You may reason more about the world around you, but you will never love or trust it to the same unconditional degree that you do the word. Do not try to be more than what Jesus has asked you to be. Do not try to do more than Jesus has asked you to do. Be content. Be obedient. Be humble. Be meek. For you were called to blessing by this trustworthy and effective word. Simply follow. Do as he says. No more and no less. He who would love life and see good days... Let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do good. 
Let him seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. Mark and marvel then at both the faith of those disciples and their obedience. For though they were in the midst of their work at the end of fruitless toils, when they heard the command of the Master, they did not delay. They did not procrastinate. They did not say, First allow us to return home and converse with our families. Instead, as St. Luke records, they forsook all and followed him, just as Elisha did to Elijah. This is the simple obedience which Christ would seek of you. Even later on, when another disciple had come unto Jesus and was asking leave to bury his own father, not even then did Jesus permit. This signifies that before all, you ought to esteem following Christ himself. Let simplicity reign. The word speaks. Jesus speaks. You listen and you obey. You say, Amen, Master. For who is he who will harm you if you become followers of what is good? The message is simple. Following Jesus will only ever lead to contentment and joy in the precious word of God. Amen. Let us pray for the whole Church of God in our Lord Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. For the Spirit of God to remain with his Church, to defend and protect her from adversity, to preserve her from heresy and schism, and to be the breath of divine bellows that stokes the fire of faith and pure confession, let us pray to the Lord. For the people of Christendom, that residing within the church, they would inhabit a city of God set apart from the world, for steadfastness and boldness in word and deed, for the faith and will of martyrs, that all Christians would confess Christ in word and deed, even unto death, and for all spiritual fathers who bear the holy orders of the ministry, let us pray to the Lord. In thanksgiving for regeneration and rebirth, for an increase of piety, love, devotion, and upright Christian living, for a resurgence of the faith and a new flock led to the way, and for strength to rebel against the spirit of this age, let us pray to the Lord. In thanksgiving for this great land as our heritage, for peace and preservation to her, for her well-being and success, for her faithfulness, for wisdom and integrity to all who hold positions of authority to govern, to rule, and to judge her, for all who defend her domestically, for all who defend her borders, and for all who defend her overseas, for kindness and compassion among her peoples, and for concord among all nations. Let us pray to the Lord. For deliverance from every sin, error, evil, discord, and strife, for an end to war, bloodshed, sedition, and rebellion, for the work of God to chasten and to heal, for the conversion of the pagans and the return of the apostate, 
for the destruction of the proud and the upright, and blessing to the meek, and for forgiveness and repentance to our persecutors, slanderers, and enemies. Let us pray to the Lord. For mercy to the sinful, for provision to the innocent, the widow, the orphan, the homeless, the abused, and the needy. For the comforter to heal the downtrodden, to raise up the brokenhearted, to embrace all victims of violence and suffering, and to give joy to the depressed and peace to the anxious, and for the dissolution of all spiritual poisons among the people of God, let us pray to the Lord. For the healing touch of Christ as the Spirit so delivers, for the preservation of the body against all trouble, want, sickness, anguish of labor, peril of death, or any other adversity, for all in the grasp of ailments of body or soul, especially Gordon, Sandra, Daryl, Sherry, Ron, Barbara, Randy, Ken, Pam, and Donnie, for those near death, for comfort to those who mourn, especially the family of Joanne, and in thanksgiving for all new life and bodily preservation in the new hope of our Lord's return, let us pray to the Lord. Almighty Father, everlasting God and Lord, we sing with tongues of angels that you are holy. Though we cannot now comprehend you, grant us to know you. Though we cannot now see you, grant us to see your work. Though we cannot now gaze into the depths of your mind and will, grant us to gaze into the depths of your love. For you have given us your only begotten Son and his Holy Spirit, that through them we would be united to you even as we are pilgrims in this life. Joined to Christ, let us be branches of one vine, united in the spirit of peace, love, joy, and compassion, and bearing these fruits as a living body, held together by the bonds of Christ's own flesh and blood. Just as this bread is gathered together from countless scattered grains and the wine from many grapes, so may your church be gathered together from the ends of the earth into your kingdom by this same Jesus Christ our Lord, who now lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. <laughs> 